Okay, there seems to be an issue with Okay, we are live. Okay, there seems to be an issue with Okay, uh, hi everyone. I'm Nilofa Tamboli, your host, your coach, your teacher for on this one sec. I was just hearing an echo. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Cybersecurity Career Talks. I am Nilofa Tamboli, your host, your coach, your teacher on this journey with you as we explore different roles in cybersecurity until you find your dream job. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining me today. I will just go over a disclosure about... Okay, so this is our... Disclaimer for today, the views expressed in this presentation and during this session are the personal opinions of the participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of their respective employers. This discussion is a volunteer led effort to contribute to the profession and pay forward the many kindnesses and instances of support and guidance the participants have received during the course of their career. Okay, I have two privacy experts with me today. Uh, Puneet Bhatia is a privacy expert who has helped large European banks in GDPR compliance across 30 countries and, uh, and a large American-based manufacturing com uh, company in the privacy and compliance across 60 plus countries. Puneet is the host of Privacy for uh, uh, Fit for Privacy, uh, which is a podcast, and he is now creating online courses for individuals and businesses. Um, I have uh, with me Professor uh, and Academic Director of Privacy Education at one of the major European business schools, George Ataya. And uh, George is also the Founder and Executive uh, Education Director of Information Security Management. He directs uh, Ataya Partners and advisory firms uh, after he left Ernst & Young, where he acted as a partner. And uh, George, is, uh, George was an international vice president of Isaaca, and he's the co-author co of the body of knowledge for system credential. So very impressive, George, and Puneet both. Um, let's start off with... Uh, when we talk about securing um, data or securing uh, information, we talk about the triad, right? The CIA triad, the confidentiality, the, the integrity and the availability of data. So is this, is privacy like the fourth thing and from a triad are we moving towards a square? Uh, George, can you um, uh, talk about uh, that? 
Yes, thank you, Nilufer. Thank you for your very nice introduction. I'm delighted to be here. Uh, so at the end of the day, what we are talking about is uh, privacy as probably the first arm of the triad. However, we should uh, understand privacy and the difference between privacy and confidentiality is that confidentiality is protecting us from the others. And probably privacy is protecting the others from our acting with their personal data. So privacy at the end of the day is ensuring that we are adequate managing their personal data, the pri private information that belong to people with our uh, in our business activities. Uh, so it is quite essential. And when we look at uh, what is a, a, a privacy at, in, at the end of the day, it is, it is important that uh, uh, we, under we understand that uh, uh, there is a business objective from ensuring that we are uh, uh, reaching privacy as well as confidentiality, as well as continuity, etc. So at the end of the day, our business, what does it request from the privacy point of view? So our limit to what we should uh, reach as the privacy objectives are the limits of what our business requires, which means that we have to ensure that we have performed adequate risk assessment based on bus our business activities, our business objectives, and our business operations on what could go wrong with privacy and what protections we should put in place to avoid anything going wrong with privacy. And when we talk about privacy, we are talking about privacy requirements as being in some cases, in some countries, legal requirements and some other countries, it's simply business and liability requirements. Sure, thanks. And Puneet, uh, what do you have to add to that? I think, the CIA triangle, then we, when we look at it, first and foremost, I think, thanks for having me here. I'm so happy to be here and thanks for the nice introduction. So the CIA, as you mentioned, the confidentiality, integrity and availability, that's what we looked at from security or making data secure perspective. While privacy laws like CCPA or GDPR or LGPD are now adding another dimension, that is we have to classify our data. So in terms of data, is it normal data? Is it personal data? Is it sensitive or special category of data? I mean, personal data, sometimes we refer it as PII. So that's how we need to start looking at it. So we may have the CIA in addition, but we need to classify, we need to categorize our data and manage data in different systems or within a system, different elements or different types of data accordingly. And then decide maybe for, the sensitive data, we will have additional security measures for personal data, we will have slightly less and for the other data, maybe even less. Sure, sure, thank you. And uh, sometimes like there's a thing that says ignorance is bliss, right? So, but not so in the privacy realm because what you don't know can come back and hurt you and not only hurt you uh, like loss of reputation, it could be like huge fines, right? So George, uh, based on your uh, years of uh, working in, in the privacy realm, especially working in GDPR as, uh, as well as like being a privacy expert in Belgium. Uh, can you tell me about like why, why is privacy now all of a sudden uh, such a big deal? Well, uh, it is mainly based on the fact that suddenly, well, in the last 10, 15 years, we started to use very much social media we started to use a lot of businesses started to use uh, our personal data as a way to promote uh, products and services. Uh, as a result, 
a lot of information that organization know in relation to our activities, behavior, interactions, involvements, become uh, open in the open uh, uh, world and in uh, which may create some risks for some people, which may create uh, some absence of, uh, of, of required privacy that is the right of every, every person, at least in many countries in the world, there is a fundamental right, human right, uh, that is privacy. Uh, while in some other countries, it may not be as strict as as important. For those countries for which it is important, and we talk here about uh, uh, Europe mainly, and Europe with the, the French Revolution in 1789, uh, uh, they, they invented the, 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 the uh, human rights. And today, uh, most countries adopted the human rights that is promote, promoted by the United Nations. It is essential to understand that we cannot preserve a human right if we cannot preserve privacy. So we are talking about fundamental for the human being, while when we as professionals, we typically talk about fundamentals for the security of organizations. So here we are talking about the organization versus human being. With where should we put the focus? Uh, the European legislation in, in 2016 decided that we have to decide at a certain time to stop playing with people as being subjects and not considering them as human beings with rights because organization for many reasons including economic objectives including whatever professional uh, uh, reasons, political reasons, uh, uh, financial reasons, we, uh, we started to neglect human rights and now they brought it back. As a result, many countries uh, uh, aligned themselves, aligned their legislation with the GDPR, European GDPR, such as California, etc., and such as Korea, such as Japan, etc. So it is important to understand that we have to cope with that new uh, requirement, with that new need, and we have to align our organization, our business, our operations, the way we deal with people, with the, with the, the way we hand uh, uh, over the data, the personal data to our suppliers. We have to deal with all that and ensure that nowhere in that process we are taking any risk with personal data that could go against any uh, uh, law of a country where we are operating. Sure, thank you, George. And one of the things that this lockdown, this uh, uh, mandatory um, stay at home orders, et cetera, showed us was that our customers are agnostic of, they could be like residing anywhere and they, they could still be, be uh, have an impact on um, privacy related uh, laws and regulations that are in place. So it's no longer that, okay, I serve this local population here and that's, I'm not impacted with anything going on. Uh, you don't know where your customer is residing and you don't know if you know it's going to impact your uh, privacy. Uh, so probably like that, that is something that I um, realized as, as, as we went through this uh, uh, lockdown due to COVID. But uh, uh, Puneet, uh, as a cybersecurity professional, do I need to know uh, the nuances of privacy to secure my data? Well, the short answer is yes. The long answer would be, what are parts of uh, privacy do you need to know? Because you don't need to become a privacy expert, but you'll have certain interactions, certain uh, discussions with your privacy colleagues. And that's where 
based on where you are, that is location. If you are in US, most likely it will mm -hmm. be California Consumer Protection Act. And if you are in Brazil, the Brazilian law, if you are in India, the India's law or Singapore, or if you are in Europe, of course, the GDPR. And again, where your company is serving, if your company is serving European clients and US clients, so then you need to take a principle-based approach and say, these are the privacy principles we will comply. So what you need to know is the concepts and you need to know the principles so that you are aware of what are the key interaction moments. Key interaction moments meaning now, Typically, a uh, data breach is managed by security or cybersecurity colleagues. But when it has an element of personal data involved or sensitive data involved, then you need to include the data protection colleagues. And if you are a small company, again, then it may be a combined responsibility of one person to manage cybersecurity and privacy. And then in that case, you just can't say, I will know a little bit. You also need to know a little bit more than the concept. So it really depends on the location where you are because you'll deter determine which law to know about or maybe a principle-based approach, uh, which size of the company and what's your responsibility. But in typical large companies, you'll have separate departments and you need to know when to handshake or when to engage each other. Sure, thank you. So this is just like we need to know enough of say PCI requirements, right? So so yeah. that we can engage like the, the, the PCI group or if suppose, maybe you are not in a big concern enough, then at least you know that if there is any payment information that we are collecting from our customers and we are storing processing or uh, transmitting it or uh, to other, other uh, systems, then in that case we need, there will be like an impact to um, a PCI impact, right? And that needs to be taken care of. So same way what you're saying is that I need to know enough, right? to know when to engage somebody like from the privacy office, or I need to know a little more, little bit more to know where there is like going to be an impact. And uh, wow, so, so, okay. So, so I definitely need to know a little bit more about yes. uh, privacy related stuff. So, so um, George, uh, how, how much should I know? Like what, what are the things that I need to know to engage privacy at the right time? Because, uh, Again, like when we say that we should be moving security left or we should engage like often and early, right? Like as a cybersecurity professional, I tell people, okay, if you need my help, right? At that point, it's anywhere too late. Like you, when you realize that you need something from me, right? So engage people earlier in the project, et cetera. Uh, George, when do you think is the right time to engage uh, a privacy expert? Yeah, well, again, what is a privacy expert? Probably it is important to, to, to mention our experience with the identification of the competences requirements for a privacy expert. When we had uh, that legislation of the GDPR voted in 2016, we have been contacted uh, since our university were quite known for compliance risk management and information security. We have been contacted by the data protection authorities and they asked us why couldn't we work together to develop a specific education because there will be needs for data privacy officers across the country, if not across the continent. So we have been work, we have been working for one year almost to identify those five domains of knowledge that are needed for uh, professionals, uh, including the, all those legal and management related activities and the competences, 
the, the, the mastery of risk management, the implementation of uh, mitigations and improvement, uh, we call them uh, compliance, uh, uh, compliance uh, transformation, uh, the, the handling of all security issues and the handling of uh, risk and incidents. So when we have done that, uh, we, and we build it into an education, the question was, when should we require those skills and is um, uh, information security professional suited to do those activities? Or do we de facto have those, that knowledge being an information security professional? Well, no, because information security, information security competences is one of the domains that is related to those five domains that I mentioned, which means that our additional domains that are quite important, they are not de facto or by definition uh, uh, known by uh, cybersecurity and information security professionals there. And sometimes it is quite contradictory or counterintuitive to have to be skillful in the one, the second, the third, and the fifth uh, uh, bodies of knowledge because they are sometimes requiring different uh, skills and competencies. Therefore, it is essential that in my opinion, if uh, you through your network, if, if Unit through his, uh, his, uh, uh, all the work that he has developed and, and, the, uh, and the communication that he does, that you think about developing some kind of education that brings that experience that we identified here in Europe into all those other continents where th there is, uh, we are starting to, to see uh, needs requirements for privacy. Even when there is no specific privacy laws, even in those countries or United States, specific states where there are no laws, laws, it is quite essential liability for the organization to be putting in place those privacy requirements. If we do not do that, organizations will be required from a day to another when there will be a law, when there will be a major liability, a major loss, a major fine or a major uh, um, a court case, they will be having to reinvent the wheel and in a short time, let's say one month, six months, whatever, they may need to put in place so many mitigations, so many protections that it would be almost not only impossible, but also probably very expensive. Therefore, it is very important that within our implementation of functional uh, systems, within our transition into more digital operations, we implement, embed those privacy requirements. It will be very less, less expensive. It will be almost automatic. While if we do it on purpose after, uh, after all, everything is built in, it will be much more expensive and it will be required uh, effort and money. Sure, thanks. Um, we, we have uh, laws, but uh, not like a law which is named for privacy, right? So, and, and we started with the state law with the California Privacy Act, which is the CCPA. Um, previously, we used to like, I think FTC used to administer the safe harbor, uh, which is the, the pre predecessor to um, uh, GDPR. And uh, we said, okay, if, if it has got like, so, so, so we had laws, bits and pieces about re regarding how you will safeguard the information, right? But no, not like I agree with you that there is no like single federal law which says that, okay, this is uh, what information needs to be private. And that is more um, 
difficult for people to now like think about so so i think i've seen like most businesses say okay we are going to implement ccpa across the board because there will be some somebody else some other states which will come up with some other requirements but at least we will get these basics uh, baked in and um, puneet as a cyber security professional or as somebody who is involved and engaged in the data life cycle con security controls etc uh what privacy concepts or frameworks uh would need my attention or when 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 should i keep an eye out for uh, impact to privacy uh and why i think the easiest way is to uh, take a broader approach because you don't want to be an expert in ccpa or gdpr or lgpd or so on you want to understand what these privacy laws are all about and take either principle or concept based approach that is you understand what key elements in a privacy law exist for example there's the dpia there's the technical and organizational measures there's the requirements around data breach and so on. so you understand those concepts and then rely on them but if you want to take another approach you can take a iso approach so iso 27001 or iso 27701 or you can take a nist based approach so those are then frameworks available but the idea is whichever route you take you take the law route the concept principles route or sometimes companies also have a privacy policy in house which kind of uh, neutralizes what is their approach rather than taking a geographical based approach especially in large companies so you need to understand that and then know where the intersection is with privacy and we are not living in a perfect world so typically even in large companies even when there are both departments at least in my experiences you have a security department and you have a privacy department but people don't uh, get contacted simultaneously sometimes you both don't get contacted that's the worst case but if one of you are contacted you engage loop in the other party so that you are taking both security and privacy together and that's where for that purpose you need to know when and where do i need to contact my colleagues okay thanks so uh, this is the second time i have brought both of you on because uh, what happened after our first talk there was a lot of my colleagues a lot of people and and i came across a situation at work which said oh i missed something from a privacy point of view which was a huge eye opener for me so i brought both of you in in this conversation and and today on this talk um, clearly based on talking with you today there is a lot that i need to learn and i'm sure like a lot of people are you is there like any follow up because i'm not interested in a a, a long like a five day privacy entrenched immersive, immersive course so is there something uh, which maybe you and uh, george because both of you are experts in privacy do you have an existing uh, course or something or is there something which probably i can uh, dig, dig deeper into Is is something coming up or what's going on? Puneet, okay. So there are a lot of things which are available, but as you say, we have the five-day version, three-day version, and then in the university we also have a longer version which runs across weeks. But what we are intending to put together, and uh, we will uh, align more on that, that one-day version of privacy which talks about. why is it suddenly getting important what are the touch points with cyber security and security and then what are the key concepts so rather than taking a law based approach we take a key concept approach and then explaining which concepts are 
more relevant in one law or the other because 80 to 90 percent is the same thing where it differs is the implementation of those concepts and then we get into slightly into the frameworks and converge it with the key going into the day of a security officer or a cyber security manager and saying when would you actually interact with them so scenarios so that's what we think uh, about one day course can be created and uh, we can uh, do that in I think fall, we can do it September, October. I don't know what are the modalities, how many uh, people are interested. So all based on all those factors, I think we can develop something like that and we are working on it irrespective of. Uh, okay, all right. So everybody who's watching this today or maybe you're watching it uh, uh, on YouTube after today, uh, please connect with me on LinkedIn and send me a message saying that you're interested in this course so we can get George and Puneet both to do something, uh, maybe a one-day course, which is focused uh, towards like uh, IT auditors or maybe cybersecurity professionals like me. Uh, and because, because for now, what we do is we are classifying data, right, based on requirements and, and all data cannot be secured the same way. So, but uh, I, I'm really interested in uh, learning enough to be dangerous, but not like, uh, like going in for um, additional, uh, maybe like in-depth uh, this thing, uh, because I, I'm, because we have like uh, other colleagues who take care of secure uh, privacy from a deep dive perspective, and you know know enough to engage them kind of thing. So George, what what do you what do you uh, think needs to be covered in 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 a situation like mine? Uh, well, certainly, um, uh, let me mention the management related the material and the technical related material. From the managerial material, we will be talking about how to identify uh, privacy requirements within the organization. What is this translated into? Uh, what kind of data should be protected? Uh, where that data is? Uh, what are the uh, people within the organization who need to protect it? So we are talking about all information security um, uh, protections that, in, that are necessary for, uh, for uh, privacy. There we talk about obviously ISO 27001 and ISO 27701, uh, which is very much adapted to privacy. Uh, it, those are international standards that are available anywhere and could, should be implemented anywhere. From the technical point of view, once we have identified that privacy is obviously a requirement in this organization, and as if you follow the chat, you see that we have a different, different discussions about the need for a privacy from the American perspective or from the European perspective for those. Uh, and I think this is a very interesting market should you be located in the United States, where many organizations are working, dealing with European uh, 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 data subjects, with uh, European uh, citizens, and they have the obligation, even if they are not residing in Europe, any country in the world dealing with data, uh, personal data from European citizens, have to ensure that they have implemented GDPR, the adequate privacy uh, and data protection officer activities. So please, if you are in the cybersecurity business, if you are information security business, if you are in auditor, uh, in auditing business, you may have huge opportunities today to serve those organizations that are dealing with European data, whatever organization they are. I'm sure there are many around you in your state, in your environment, and go to those and tell them that you can help them act 
and we will certainly support you should you do that. Should you need that, we'll certainly talk to, to, to Nilefer and talk to Ponit and I will certainly support you. But there, is a, there are huge opportunities for uh, you to go into uh, um, implementing, helping them implementing. So from the technical point of view, I would say, whether we are talking about data leakage protection, whether we are talking about um, privacy across uh, clouds, across IoT, uh, data collection, whether we are talking about privacy across the uh, programming and uh, data and, and the web, uh, uh, web logic building, um, you have to control all of those. You have to ensure that your client or your organization have been implementing all those protections across all what I mentioned, even more than what I mentioned. So the issue is, how can you get all that knowledge to know where to look at to ensure that you have been doing what is necessary? And I repeat, this is, believe me, not at all the same uh, as what you already learned so far in relation to normal cybersecurity protection. Those protections related to privacy may not be the same, may be the same or may be completely different. So don't, be, don't stay in that illusion that I am secure because I have done my risk assessment, my implementation, my ISO 27001 certification. That is not sufficient. If you have not from the beginning looked at it from the eye of a privacy profession. Sure. I, I learned it the hard way um, in the last couple of weeks because uh, there was something which uh, uh, was extremely nuanced in CCPA and I uh, was not aware of that. So I really, that, that was the reason why I said, okay, like in addition to everybody else, I said, no, 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 we have to get these guys on. And uh, because there are impacts, there is, there is, I don't want to like get into the particular because uh, it's like work related, but from what we think we are doing from a common sense perspective, what we are doing from a protection perspective as a cybersecurity professional, there is, is a huge hole which we are not looking at from a privacy thing. And that's why I'm like uh, so eager to, you know, get both of you to come and present probably like a one day course or something. Uh, but uh, definitely um, there is a lot to learn. So thank you so much uh, for joining us today, uh, Puneet and George. And uh, I hope we'll work something out and uh, come up with this one day uh, course training course in the fall. Uh, please uh, reach out to me uh, so that we can pursue John, uh, George and Puneet to present uh, because we need to have at least like uh, probably 20, 25 people so that it becomes worthwhile for them as well as for us um, because uh, they are extremely expensive uh, privacy experts and teachers and uh, we probably can't afford like five people getting together. So I, I, I want uh, all of us to get together but at the same time we will not be able to uh, accommodate like 50 people showing up. So we will close once I get like 20 people and we'll ask them to create this course for us. So uh, thank you so much for joining us today. And I will just uh, close the live stream. Thanks everybody. And please subscribe so that you don't miss anything which is coming up. If you would like me to uh, bring a, a particular speaker or you would like me to get some a particular role that you're interested in or more insight into that, then uh, do get in touch with me on LinkedIn. Thank you so much. I get like around 80 to 90 messages on LinkedIn. Um, I go through as many as I can, uh, but I can't go through every. So please don't feel bad if uh, I, it takes time to get back to you. Thanks.
Ok, 